The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <sighs> wow. I wasn't going to even say anything about this. This is, um, it's, uh, you know, I just watched this video. It's just very, it's just so painful. It's just, I just see so many people in the press talking about it. And, uh, I think they're ill-informed and I see a lot of people on social media talking about it. And, um, I think it's disgusting. I heard that he passed this week and, um, so young and so quick. Um, I didn't know Dustin, you know, I didn't know anything about Dustin. Um, I only met him one time. There's all these things that, uh, actors can go to and wrestlers and comedians and all types of things are, you know, fan conventions. And the used to be like a dirty little secret, you know, it used to be where like careers went to die. Um, you had nothing going on, you'd go there. But over the last like five years or six years, since the universe has gotten so big, they've become huge and People realize that the fans are everything, and the fans are really appreciative of all different types of genres. I was at the Steel City Convention. It was uh, last December. Uh, no, December 20, 2019. And um, I'll never forget it because it had a cast of characters at it, you know. It was uh, Robert Patrick, Pat Renna, Tony Danza, um, Nev was there, uh, Carmen, and Dustin Diamond. I saw him like kind of in the corner and he had his own crowd and I was in my other section over there and um, and his girlfriend came up and said, like, hey, you know, Dustin wants to meet you. And I was like, OK. And so I was grabbing a coffee and we met up and um, he was the sweetest guy. He's just like, hey, man, I'm a, I really like you. I, I'm a big fan. And and um I was like, dude, I'm a fan of you, you know, and he's, you know, he started as, I believe, as an actor and then did comedy and I started as a comedian and became an actor and, you know, I never really saw him in the comedy community, but I always knew that he was either at a club before me or after and he was out there, you know, really hustling, you know, he gave me his number and we were supposed to have coffee and then I had a couple more gigs and then... COVID hit but yeah I wasn't gonna say anything about it because again I don't know him and it's not for me to say but watching this video is 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 made me really fucking sad and it makes me fucking hate people 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 talk shit you know and it's like it's like what what happened right like this dude was hilarious this dude was hilarious watch the scenes in that video like he gets he's such a physical comic like He's fucking funny, man. He fucking has it. And he's fucking goofy. And he's not scared to go there. I did a show about a year ago. Um, and, you know, the way to get better is you do shows all over. And I did a show and it was at this little place. And it was a mix of people. And there was people that you know. And there's people that you didn't know. And uh, this guy came up to me and he said, he's like, man, I, I really, you, you really went up. You really went for it. 
And it was like a little show, you know. And you know, I don't know if you know me, but I'm not scared to go out in, on a limb when you do comedy. You know, I I do voices, I get physical, you know, and and that's okay, you know. Sometimes I can just deliver a good joke, but I'm a big actor outer. That's what I am. The guy came up to me after the show, and he was another comic. He's like, man, he's like, you really that was like old school, man. You, you really went for it. That was great. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you you're not you just act it out and you're, you're you know you're not you go big sometimes and you're wild and i'm like yeah that's comedy i can sit there and just look at you and say a joke really fucking monotone and that can work sometimes too but that's what comedy is you have to go for it you're eliciting a reaction and when i watch dustin's work like he's hilarious do you know how hard it is to be funny but you know how hard it is to be funny on a Saturday morning kid show? It's big. It's broad. It's censors. It's like he was legitimately funny. Like fucking funny. Like he can do voices and he's physical and he put himself in weird places and he's not scared to look like a doofus at all. All at all, and that's why you know him because he had that great name Screech, and he became him. That's who you know. You know all the other characters from that show, but when you think of Saved by the Bell, you think of one thing: Screech. Oh shit, it's Screech. He wasn't scared to be that. Here he is, this innocent, beautiful young boy, following his muse, following his dreams, doing what he does. Legitimately funny, like adults who only watch Adult Swim have to laugh at him, okay? That's funny. They understand he's funny, okay? To, you know, Disney Channel audiences, where they put in the laughs a lot of the times. I'm not saying there's not funny people, but he was legitimately funny on a show that was a huge hit, but it wasn't like, you know... The Emmy writers or whatever was just these guys cranking on a Saturday morning show that became a cultural phenomenon. The problem with comedy is, is that Dustin was like I was saying, like he fucking went for it. He wasn't scared to be a goofball. He wasn't scared to be a joke. He wasn't scared to be the butt of the joke. But what people confuse it as, he wasn't a joke. Clearly, this is striking me more than I realized, and that's why I wanted to talk about it, because so many people think, like, if you're funny or people are laughing at you, that you're just this weak little fucking thing. And you're not. You're just doing it to make them laugh, to make them feel better. And guess what? That's what comedy is. Do you know what I mean? Comedy's not sitting up there and fucking judging people and going, how do I look? Do I look cool? Am I cool? Hey, we accept, you accept me, right? I'm I'm cool, right? Mm-hmm. Let me just do this thing as I'm so much smarter than everybody else. I fucking hate that. Like, you fucking, I fucking hate. Comedy is not fucking, you have to fucking go in and it fucking look like an idiot. But it doesn't mean you're an idiot, okay? And if anyone can speak on the topic, I think it can be me, right? Look at behind me. He became a one-word icon right off his character one 
word. What have you done? Have you put yourself out there? Have you risked anything? Have you been the center of potential ridicule? Have you been so good at your job at looking like a goofy idiot at times that people actually thought you were or because you're so good at your job that you're brilliant at playing a clown? Did people actually think you were? That's how good he was. That people actually thought he was Screech. He wasn't Screech, okay? He was Dustin Diamond. He was just an actor. A very good one. It's just fucking painful, man. We live in this world where just people have no empathy. None. They're too busy worrying what their fucking fake friends think or their stupid fucking co-workers think or their stupid Instagram audience thinks. Be real, okay? Be fucking vulnerable, okay? Like, fucking be cool, man. Be fucking thoughtful. There's so many people in this world. You're not vulnerable at all. That's why I'm angry right now. And that's why Dustin probably was angry. I guarantee, I can guarantee you, he was highly misunderstood. What do you know about his journey? I don't know anything, but I have an idea. Do you think I'm okay to speak on it? Do you think I could relate at all? You got this young, wonderfully beautiful kid who goes out and he's like you know fucking class clown probably i have no idea and he starts acting at a young age gets on a show and gets instant fame when fame meant something too remember that when fame meant something because it was harder to come by you had to be picked it's called a household name screech was a household name that name was a household name and he gets on the show and then he's on it and then he's on the the new in incarnation of it and he did like you know like 12 years of course hollywood you know boxed him in and i have no idea but he probably didn't have the right handlers it didn't seem like anyone protected this guy at all i know what that's like okay because i've had people try to take advantage of me i've had people steal from me i've had people say shit about me okay happens all the time he had no protection so imagine a thing that escapes from a zoo imagine if somebody escapes from hollywood and they go into a coffee shop and maybe maybe like like let's say your your favorite tiktoker escapes and you see him in a coffee shop and you're like oh my god are you so-and-so that does those dances uh like that might cause a, a teeny bit of a stink in the coffee shop. Well, in the world of Hollywood, Dustin Diamond's name, Screech, everybody knew it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what level you're on. You know who he was. And that's power. He penetrated the fucking world. But like... He goes in, he gets on this show, he gets typecast, things aren't going his way. And I know he was doing comedy for a while and he was out there and he was trying to, you know, people said he, he had anger issues. I'm sure he did. I do too. A lot of people do. You may not hear about it, but they do. He probably fucking got tired of people coming up to him and saying shit like, hey, Screech, hey, Screech. You know, he couldn't fucking go out without somebody trying to take a shot. Like, that shit gets you crazy, man. Here, I'll, I'll share a story with you. People just will hate you for no reason. They'll hate you. And I don't know, maybe they're jealous of you. Maybe they don't like you. Maybe they want you silenced. But you have to wonder what you did. If you're not going after them, you have to wonder why they're going after you. I did a show at Cobbs in San Francisco. One of my favorite places. It was, I had just broken up with uh, J-Love. We had just broken up, you know, and we had a very amicable breakup. It's, you know, it's our personal business, but it was very, it was very nice, actually. And, you know, we knew about it. 
we didn't talk about it. It just happened, you know, and then eventually the, you know, press wrote about it and it was it. And it was done. It was very, very cordial. But, you know, I, I still had, you know, it was still kind of raw. And I did this show and I, and afterwards, this guy, I went to this bar near there with a couple of my comedians and, and um, this guy kept saying shit and heckling some shit. And he was like, yeah, you ain't, he literally was like a drunk cliche in a movie. He was like, yeah, man, you show your show. You ain't that funny. You're not funny. I'm like, okay, in the corner yeah you're not that funny yeah you fucking suck like pretty aggressive like one of the more aggressive encounters i've had in my life and i'm like it was late it was saturday i'd done all my shows for the weekend i just wanted to relax and he's like yeah you ain't fucking funny and he said something else to me he said and that's why jennifer Lu- uh, love hewitt dumped your fucking ass like that close to me my tv show that just got canceled and me and love just broke up and i just finished like my weekend of shows and i'm tired of pr- and press and you know i'm just starting to get back on the road again and i'm like okay like you know let me get back to my comedic roots here and um and i had a nice weekend and and that guy said and that's why jennifer love you had dumped your fucking ass and i think i had Bill Dawes was like MMA open for me then or whatever. And he was like, yo, 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 yo. And he like, fuck, you know, nobody's going to get through that guy. (sighs) I had like two or three beers in me and I was like in the corner, in the corner at the table. And uh, I had to do everything in my power not to take a glass and go because I was not doing anything. I was the victim. Okay. I wanted to fucking wreck him, but he didn't know that I would wreck him or could wreck him. You don't know what I am. You don't know anything about me. Think of my characters. Maybe, maybe not. Or maybe I'm just the kind of guy that goes behind the bar and grabs a fucking bottle of Jim Bean and fucking sees if it fits in your fucking sphincter. Slowly. Fat end. I can't tell you, but that's happened to me. I don't know. Let's just say 70 times in my career. Pretty aggressive. That was a rather more aggressive one, but I've had worse. I've had less, but I've had different various versions of aggression at me. And that's just me. You know, I'm I'm lucky because they can say, oh, B-Red or Randy or Son of the Mask. And I'm lucky because they have different things. You know, I wasn't just one thing. But Dustin, you know, was only really known for one thing. And it's it's awesome to get known at all. But I can only imagine the, 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 the pain it he had to deal with at time. And I can just see that all of his issues, I don't know, but I can tell you from my experience is not being protected properly. When you feel like you have no one to turn to. Aren't you sick of fakeness? I am so fucking sick of it. So sick of it. I don't know all the things the fucking guy did. I don't know, man. At one point he was going to lose his house. You know how fucking painful that has to be? For anyone, famous or not. But I'm just saying, if you're a plumber and you lose your house, it's fucking terrible. And if you're an actor and you lose your house, it's equally as terrible. The only difference is people know you and maybe fucking ridicule you publicly. That's an added layer. It's really painful, man. Be thoughtful. If you're going to be thoughtful, be thoughtful and let him go. I am hurt because I know how painful it is to go for it in Hollywood. And and I love it. And, you know, I figure out every day more and more why I did it and I I did it because I wanted to matter I did it because I I wanted attention and I you know I wanted more validation from my parents and more recognition from you know my friends or so-called friends I wanted 
to show my high school guidance counselor that he was wrong. I wanted to show I was much more than just, a, you know, a kid who delivered pizzas. I wanted to shine. And there's a lot of fucking stupid people that have no balls. And Dustin had balls. And I had balls. And other people I know have balls. But you have to respect people's histories and their what they've done. You have to respect people's abilities. And that's why I fucking am losing it. Elitism. That's what's pissing me off about this. Let Dustin Diamond fucking rest in peace. God bless you, bro. See you on the other side. You fucking made your mark, my man. You fucking did it, bro. One fucking name, bro. You fucking made a fucking mark, dude. And that's very hard to do. How many of you have fucking done that? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.